Mission of the church matters. Uh, That's why we're going to spend time on it. It matters. And so we're going to spend this Sunday and the next two Sundays talking about uh, what it means to be church under the title uh, Rechurch. And that means if we're going to talk about church, look at it biblically, we've got to be ready to rethink, recharge, and redo. And that's what we're going to do each Sunday. So today it's about uh, rethink, rethinking what it means to be the church uh, biblically. And if we're going to rethink what it means to be the church, not just as Christ church, as uh, who we are here, but more importantly, what does it mean for us to just be the church as individuals out there in the world? Because that's where our focus is, right? Out there in the world. Um, to do that, I need to uh, start by just uh, getting just kind of in your face right away uh, with uh, just a stark reality that we've got to understand. Because nothing's going to make sense over the next uh, couple weeks if we don't get on the same page right away uh, with this one right here. Ready? And it's just to understand that as we start talking about the church, we need to be at square one. And square one is just that awareness that says the church exists for Jesus, not for... Get that? The church is here for Christ. It's not here for us. This is like fundamentally important, especially in our culture today, because in our culture today, being consumer-oriented culture, we think everything out there exists for us, including the church. And so people evaluate the church based on what it can bring to them. Now, I understand that. We even have a phrase. We call it church shopping. Heard about that, right? And, you know, I understand that. I, I get that, okay? And I even encourage people to make sure that they go worship at other places, make sure they can commit to the place they're going to be uh, involved in, and, and they need to do that and all that. But it doesn't change the basic concept that we're talking about here, that the church exists for Jesus. It doesn't exist for us. The church exists for the purposes of Christ. It doesn't exist for us. You see, this way this looks is that uh, quite often the folks have, that are in the kind of the church just for me mentality uh, will uh, come to church on Sunday morning and then they'll go home and in the drive home you'll hear something like, you know, that second song today just really was not very good. I thought the second song was great, by the way. It's a good second song. But, uh, but you, you know what I mean? As if somehow that song was supposed to be there for you. I mean, that's not the purpose of the song. I mean, the song we just sang, the purpose of the song is what? To exalt Christ. It's to lift up Christ. It's to worship Christ. It's to say, oh, Christ, you are exalted above all the heavens of heavens. It's about bringing adoration to Christ. It's about making sure Christ is the center. Notice in all of that, it's always about Christ. Not about us. Or, you know, you'd be driving home, and uh, I can't imagine this comment being made, but I'm sure it happens. It'll be something like, you know, pastor's message today was pretty weak. I know that never happens here, but I, other places I hear that happens, right? But, you know, I mean, you know, what, what's behind that? Well, it's the same mentality, isn't it? That somehow it's all about me, that Sunday morning's all about me. And no, it, it's not. I'm sorry. The church exists for Christ. It doesn't exist for you. And, and the messages that we preach, yeah, we preach them to you, but, but they're all about, hopefully, Christ, right? 
They're about what Christ can do in your life, about what it means to be a Christ follower, what, what it means to get your life in the place Christ wants it to be. You see, it's all about what Christ is doing and can do for you and has done on the cross for you. The church doesn't exist for you. The church exists for Christ. Matthew 16, Jesus acknowledged it. He's talking with Peter, and Peter says he is the Christ, the Messiah. Jesus responds saying, on this rock, I will build whose church? His church, right? He owns it. It's his. It's all about him. It exists totally and absolutely for him. It is his church. And because it's his church, it needs to be focused on what Jesus is about. Not about what we want the church to be about. It's his church. And if it's his church and it's all about him, it means it needs to be accomplishing the focus for which Christ is building his church. And we know Jesus was a pretty focused guy. He knew in Luke 19 exactly why he came. It says, For the Son of Man came to look for and to save from punishment of sin those who were lost. Does Jesus know exactly why he came? Absolutely. He knows why he came. And he's building his church for the same focus. He's building his church for the same focus. See, what's really important for us as we thinking about, think about what it means to be the church today, in today's culture, what does it mean for us to re-church, to be the church today? It's to understand we need to be a church that is a Christ-centered, Christ-focused church. We need to live up to, and we say this all the time around here, we need to live up to the name that's on the sign out in front. That's what we're about. We are a Christ-focused place. And we got to be on the same mission and the same focus that Christ was focused on. And Christ was focused on reaching lost people. He was focused on taking people who were far away and bringing them close to himself. We need to be that kind of place. Proverbs uh, reminds us about how important it is to know what your focus is. It says, There are many plans in a man's heart, but it is the Lord's plan that will stand. This is so important for us as we think about being Christ church, being this particular Christ church, is that we need to make sure we always stay in the right focus. We always stay on focus. See, the reality is a lot of churches out there lose their focus. They lose their focus. They start trying to please everybody. They start trying to be all things to all people. And, 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 and when they do that, they lose their focus. They lose the Christ focus. And they can't grow and they can't flourish because what? They're just trying to be everything to everybody. And you just can't do that. What it means to us here at Christ Church is because we know our focus, there are some things we are going to do and there's some things we're just not going to do. When you know your purpose, when you know your focus... That focus helps you decide what you will do, and it helps you decide what you won't do. It means here at Christ Church, we're going to stay focused on what God is doing here, what it means to be Christ Church and be on that focus of Christ. And it means we're not going to be able to do everything there is to do in the world. We're just not going to be that kind of church. We're going to stay at our core, and we're going to stay focused on what it means to be Christ Church. We'll try to do as many things as we can do that fit that core, that fit that focus. But if it doesn't fit that focus, we're just not going to do it. Because we don't exist for ourselves. We exist for the purposes of Christ. And when you exist for the purposes of Christ, then incredible things 
happen. When you stay in that focus, incredible things happen. The best place I can take you to think about the church and what it means to re-church, to be the church in today's culture, is to take you into Acts 2. And Acts 2 is the experience of the early church. So this is where it all started. After Jesus rose, after he ascended, and Peter got up and preached his Pentecost sermon, uh, here's what happened. Those who believed what Peter said were baptized and added to the church that day about 3,000 in all. All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings, to fellowship, to the sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over all of them, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs uh, and wonders. And all the believers met together in one place, and they shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions. They shared the money with those in need. They worshipped together at the temple each day, met in the homes for the Lord's Supper. And they shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying goodwill of all the people. And each day, the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. Okay, that's the experience of the early church, right? Now, the early church, what you need to understand is they were focused people. They were focused. They knew what their church was about. I think at Christ Church, we are a focused place. We know what our purpose is. You see, our purpose can be summarized by this bucket right here. This is what we do. What do we do? We recycle human lives. That's what we do. We recycle human lives. That's what Jesus came to do. He said, I came to seek those who are far away from God and recycle them into being incredible impact people for the kingdom of heaven. That's what we do. That's what we do here. We Seek people who are far away from God, whose lives are being wasted and being useless in the purposes of God, and we bring them close to Christ. We get them into uh, an incredible relationship with Christ and His church, and we make them impact people for the kingdom of heaven. What do we do at Christ Church? We recycle. Why don't you try that with me? We absolutely, that's what we do. Here's what it says to recycle. To treat or process used or wasted materials so they, may, they become suitable for reuse. Isn't that what we do? I mean, I, I wish I could just take the time this morning to tell you the stories of people's lives who are here at Christ Church. Who, who come to Christ Church, whose lives were in one place, and now they are in a completely different place. Now, in fact, we're going to do that, by the way. We're gonna, you're going to hear about it soon. Is we're going to ask for those folks to step forward and give their stories and catch them on, on, uh, on tape so we can begin sharing that with people to show folks how God is using Christ Church to recycle lives. Uh, but, but that's our focus. That's our focus. Our focus is to recycle lives. And, and we're going to stay on that focus. It means we're not going to do everything there is to do, but we're going to stay on that focus. And when we stay on that focus, we know, just like in the early church, God is going to accomplish the growth of this church. I mean, that's what he did there. Peter got up, preached this incredible message. It was a recycle message where he said to them, Listen, you crucified the Lord of glory, but I want to tell you, he was the Messiah, and you need to repent and get your life together and follow him. That was fundamentally his message on Pentecost Sunday. And here's the outcome of the message. Those who believed what Peter said were baptized, and they added the jet church that day, about 3,000 in all. Not a bad day's work. I get some people who come uh, up to me periodically and they say, Pastor, really? 
do you, do you really think Christ Church ought to become a big church? And here's the problem. The problem is, it appears Christ likes big churches. 3,000 in one day? Wouldn't you say that's big? It was even cooler? If you flip over, this is in chapter 2 of the book of Acts. If you go to the beginning of chapter 4 in Acts, two chapters later, it says in there, and they had grown to 5,000 and more. Does Jesus like big churches? What can I say? Here's what I say. What I say, you know what is, we don't have to worry about that because that's not our job. That's what the Holy Spirit does. Our job is to stay focused on recycling lives. Our job is to stay focused on just recycling one more human life, of reaching one more person who is living a life that's being wasted because he's captured or she's captured by the world, and recycling that life by getting them in a powerful relationship with Christ so they become an impact person in the world for the cause of the kingdom of heaven. That's all we have to worry about. We just have to stay on focus. And if we stay on focus, if we stay where Christ wants us to be and recycle, then Christ will provide the growth that Christ wants to provide for Christ's church. What does it mean for us? It means for us, if we're going to re-church, if we're going to rethink what it means to be church, we need to go back and start all over for each one of us and say, listen, we are the church, and we need to be devoted to being a Christ follower. That's what they did. Acts uh, 2.42 says, All the believers devoted themselves. They devoted themselves. So interesting. If you go talk to people out in the world and you say, So uh, when, when you think of the church, what kind of words come to mind? You know what they'll say? They'll say things like, Boring. Irrelevant. Uh, hypocritical. You can ask for all kinds of words. Seldom do you hear the word, Devoted. How sad is that? Because that's what it means to be the church. At least in the book of Acts, that's what they did right away. They were absolutely devoted. They were devoted. That's what it means for us to be the church, is to be a people who understand we are devoted. Our whole life is devoted to the purposes of Jesus Christ. If we look at the book of Acts and it says, well, how does that play out then? How, how, how did they be Devoted. What did that look like in their life? We can look at some specific things that happened in their life. First of all, their life got recycled because they recycled and we recycle, right? Yeah, we recycle. Their life was recycled, how? By daily worship. They worshiped. Here's what it says. They worshiped together at the temple. How often? Each day. You say, whoa, each day. Pastor, are you telling me i got to come to church every single day? No, you got to remember what worship is. See, we use the word worship, and we think it's only about what happens here, right? That's not the way the Bible uses the word worship. If we go to uh, the Apostle Paul, Romans 1, it says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God, devoted, right? Give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living, holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. Look at this one. This is truly the way to do what? Worship is every day. Why? Because it's how you live your life. Worship is giving your life every day to the purpose of Christ. Worship is living out your kazone every day for the purpose of Christ. Worship is living out the purpose that God has in your life every single day. 
It's being devoted and hitting the ground in the morning and saying, I'm going to live this day for the purposes of Christ. That's worship. That's worship. Worship happens every single day. Now, I would remind you, worship happens every single day, and that includes Sunday. That includes Sunday. Uh, Some of you folks out there are here every week. That's awesome, good. Some of you folks out there are here a couple times a month. That's not enough. That's not daily worship. You missed one. You may be out there Sunday through or Monday through Saturday, but you can't miss Sunday. It's vital to us. It says daily worship that every single day we got to be devoted to the experience of what it means to live for Christ. And on Sunday, the Bible's real clear. What it means to live for Christ on Sunday is together with His people and worship, worship and magnify Christ at His altar. That's worship. That's what it means to be devoted to being the church in this world. They recycled life by recycling their understanding of what it meant to live a life of worship. They recycled their life also by living and learning a Bible-centered life. That they, they lived a life that was Bible-centered. Right away it says, all the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings. These people were hungry for the words about what Jesus did and what Jesus taught. That's what it means to be church. To be church is to be a people that are, that are just grounded in the words and the teachings of Christ. To be centered in a Bible-centered kind of life. I mean, if you look at Christ Church, what we're devoted to, because we recycle, right? What do we do? We recycle. Thank you. We recycle, and because we recycle, everything around here is going to be Bible-focused stuff. You go into our kids' program, guess what those kids are doing back there right now? They're doing Bible stuff. You bet. Our youth program Sunday night, when they do Impact, guess what they're going to be about? They're going to be Bible stuff, right? Everything we do around here. Bible-centered stuff, right? It amazes me. We get people who come to Christ Church and uh, maybe they've moved to town or, or maybe they've you know, been de-churched, that they've been part of a church somewhere, but they've kind of wandered away from that church, right? And they come in here. And it always amazes me when they'll say things like, wow, we really like Christ Church because, man, every week it's just like really just right out of the Bible. Yeah, we hear that, right? It's like, wow, that's so cool. Every week it's just right out of the Bible. And I hear that, and I wonder, well, what the heck are other churches doing? I mean, what else would you do? Because that's what it means to be a devoted Christ follower. You recycle your life every single day by worship, and you recycle your life by just getting in the Word as much as you can. And it means every day you're, you're in the Word as much as you can, and, and, and you come to worship, and you get the Word as much as you can, and... That's just what we do. That's just who we are. That's our, our focus. That's what it means to be a recycled place. We recycle life because we're about worship all the time. And we recycle life because we're about Christ and being Bible-focused people. That's just simply what we do. Uh, Paul in Colossians, just a great translation here, says, The mystery in a nutshell is just this. Christ is in you, so therefore you can look forward to sharing in God's glory. It's that simple. That is the substance of our message. We preach Christ, warning people not to add to the message. Now look at this phrase. We teach in a spirit of profound common sense so that we can bring each person to maturity. To be mature is to be basic. Christ, no more, no less. I love that. 
To preach Christ is just great common sense. That's our focus here. That's what we try to do every week here, is we just want to give you the Word in just great common sense to your life. So, so it makes a difference for you out there in the world on Monday and the rest of the week. right? We just want to give you into the Scriptures so that, so that you can walk out of here, and on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you can take whatever word you get and you can think about what does it mean. So tomorrow morning, I hope you're thinking about when your feet hit the ground, hey, today's the day of worship. Today's the day of worship. Right? That's where I hope you're at tomorrow. Right? And I hope you're somewhere in the day you're saying, hey, have I been in the Word today? Because that's what Recycled Life people do. Right? The same thing. We just want to get the Word active in your life every day. To live a recycled life also means that you uh, give and receive relationship opportunities. And I know right away, you know what, you, you know, you know what I'm going to say, right? You're already there. You're all saying, oh, okay, okay, okay. Here comes the pitch for small groups again. Yeah, here it comes. Get ready. Don't turn me off because that's a recycled life. That's what they did. Look what they did. All the believers met together. They got together in one place and they shared everything they had. And they sold their property and possessions. They shared the money with all those in need. They got together. They got together and they shared with each other. Now, here, here's what I want you to understand. So often we talk about small groups. We forget where we started today. Remember? We said the church is not about you. It's about Christ. Remember? Small groups. you got to get this. Small groups are not about you. If you think that going to a small group is about you going to a small group so you can get what you want or need from the group, that's not why you go. That's not what it's about. No, you go to small groups because there is somebody in that group that needs you to pour into them. You get that? That's what they did. They got together and what did they do? They shared everything they had. They got together not so they could get. They got together so they could give. See the difference? Small groups isn't about going and going, give me, give me, give me, give me. It's not about you. It's about Christ. It's about going and saying, hey, let me share with you. Let me talk to you about what Christ is doing in my life. It's about you giving and pouring into somebody else. We recycle. That's what recycled people do. Recycled people pour their lives into other people. And that means you have to get together. Paul says in Romans, that's how it is with us. There are many of us, but we're each part of the body of Christ, as well as part of one another. We get together and we pour into each other. If you're going to be a devoted Christ follower, if you're going to be the church and have that recycled life that he wants for you, You'll get together and you'll pour yourself into somebody else. Last one. Recycled life people, because that's what we do around here. We recycle. Exactly. We recycle life. And if you're in a recycled life mode, it means you are going to look for the opportunity to invite. Look what happens to them. It says, all the while praising God, enjoying the goodwill of all the people. Each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. Remember that worship thing was each day? This is each day. It means it wasn't just on Sunday that people got added to the, to the body of Christ. Each day. Let me give you an amazing stat. If you believe in statistics and the general, general truth of statistics, in your life, when you go out tomorrow, eight out of ten people that you meet tomorrow will not be devoted Christ followers living a recycled life. Eight out of ten. Now, they may be, some of them may be in a church somewhere. It doesn't mean they're devoted Christ followers, okay? 
Eight out of ten people you meet will not be recycled life people. Now here's what's really tough. You ready? Of the eight people that aren't, four of them, 50% of them, are just waiting to be invited to come to church. Every survey we take says they're just waiting. They're saying, well, would you go to church? Well, yeah, I'd go, I guess, if somebody would invite me. That's what they say. Eight out of ten people, four out of those eight are just waiting for you to invite them to church. What does that mean about us? It means we need to remember what it means to be church in the world. To be church in the world, to live that recycle life, means that we look for the opportunity to invite people. We look for it. We're always in tune for the opportunity to invite somebody else to that incredible experience with Jesus Christ. So I want to do it today. If you're out there this morning and you're, and you're new to Christ Church, you're not a covenant member or a regular attender, and you're new here this morning, and your life isn't the place in a, in a place where God wants it to be, and you're carrying a lot of garbage with you, I got good news for you. Your life can get recycled. That's what we do around here. We recycle. That's what Jesus does. He recycles life. And if your life is not in the place where God wants it to be, if you're living with a lot of guilt and shame and all this stuff that goes along with living that useless life, I'm telling you, you can have a recycled life. But you know what you got to do before you recycle something? you got to throw it in the bin. Right? you got to throw it out. you got to throw it away. you got to get rid of it. You can throw your life, your old life away and have a new life in Jesus Christ. And He will empower you and strengthen you and take you to a place you never dreamed possible because He recycles life. Let's pray.